the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the ninth and 10th chapters. Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And he called to him his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every affliction. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanian, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You received without pain. Give without pay. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Crowds are not communities, although they, on the surface, sometimes look very similar. They are very different. While both are very large groups of individuals, a crowd is a large group of individuals simply sharing space. While a community is a unified body of individuals that share a commonality. Or to put it another way, a crowd lives next to each other while a community lives with each other. Jesus sees crowds this morning and tells us they are like sheep without a shepherd. And since most of us don't live by shepherds or sheep, that's sometimes hard to imagine what that even looks like. But Matthew describes these people as ha- harassed and helpless. This word harass means they are like a flock of sheep that is constantly being chased by a wolf. And helpless. Well, these people being chased by wolves are being chased to the point of exhaustion that the only thing they can do is just lie down and be completely vulnerable to whomever. Completely helpless. This is the life of the crowds who don't have someone looking out for them to protect them, to guide them. Rather, they have fear and anxiety that are always following them wherever they go, and crowds have no idea where they're going. Driven by compassion, Jesus is the shepherd, then, who turns these crowds into a community by sending out 12 under-shepherds to announce the arrival of the kingdom of heaven and to heal. These 12 under-shepherds carry on the same preaching that Jesus began himself back in chapter 4, Matthew. 
when he called Simon and Andrew into his community. So these 12 under-shepherds, when they announce the kingdom of heaven is at hand, they are gathering a community then that will live in the way of Jesus Christ, which means a way of life that drives out fear with love, that receives strangers and turns them into family, and provides purpose precisely by following Jesus wherever he goes. No more chasing after or being chased by things that take your life away. These crowds now are simply welcomed into the community of Jesus and his church to live together with him. The difference between the harassed and helpless crowds and the community Jesus creates is like the difference between stones that are used for a a stone road and stones that are used for a mosaic. Individuals in crowds are like a stone road where the stones are all the same, they're replaceable, and they only have a functional value that hides any beauty that's particular to the individual stone. Individuals in a community, though, are like stones of a mosaic that are highly prized for their uniqueness and find their true place when their particularities are put together by the artist to form something beautiful. In a sense, individuals in crowds dissolve just kind of in the mass of people where someone could cease as a person. However, individuals in a community are unique when they live in relationship with one another and the one who puts them together. So Jesus knows what to do with the crowds when he sees them. He wants to put them together to make something beautiful. He is the artist of this mosaic. Putting them together means that Jesus calls some to be under-shepherds, that is, pastors. And then he calls others to be sheep, which is everyone. But every person is crucial to the community. Without a shepherd, all you have is a crowd. Without Without sheep, all you have is a lonely person. And without the artist, you have nothing. It is important for both the under-shepherds and sheep because they are the community that lives the life of the kingdom of heaven. This means that the emphasis isn't on jobs or functions, but the emphasis is upon being the one that God called you to be. Then, once you are thriving in your uniqueness that lives in relationship with everyone— Together, you all become the community that isn't being chased or helpless. But you are the community that is following Jesus and helping the world. Creating community from the crowds is a risky business. But that is how compassion works. Compassion always takes risks. 
Jesus' compassion was willing to include individuals like Matthew, the tax collector, and Judas Iscariot. If he wasn't interested in taking risks, then he would have called Matthew, the tax collector, Levi. And of course, he would have never included Judas in the first place. But Jesus is a different kind of shepherd. As the shepherd, Jesus defends his sheep by being harassed himself, even to the point of being harassed to death on the cross. As the shepherd, Jesus saves his sheep by being helpless himself, even to the point of lying down his life for the sheep. In the crucifixion, then, Jesus also takes on the life of the crowds. The crowds that would shout, crucify him. So that sort of life, the life of the crowds, would die on the cross. But then in his resurrection, Jesus brings the life of the community. Jesus will send out the twelve again in chapter 28. Not to the crowds of just Israel, but to the crowds of all nations in order to form the church. The church is made up of pastors and congregations. Together they are the community Jesus is making. Jesus' community on earth is never without sin. And that is why we consistently, constantly pray for the kingdom to come in the Lord's Prayer. Nor is it filled with perfect people. The list of the apostles is a reality check to each one of us to remember that even in the midst of Jesus' closest friends, there was a betrayer. Jesus makes the crowds into a community as they journey together. We all know that the church isn't perfect because we all have mirrors at home. We all know that we still need forgiveness every day. And that's why Jesus continues to call us into community, to live together with him and with each other as we journey following him. So that's why we come every Sunday to continue to be called back to him, to be forgiven, and to receive the body and blood of Jesus. It is in this transformation, from being crowds to being a community, that the church then shares the good news of the kingdom of heaven with the world. It is in the church where the crowds will see a bunch of individuals from many different backgrounds, with many different stories, with many different sins, come together because of Christ to form a community that is centered precisely on him. That community is a forgiving community that is always on a journey together with Christ and with each other and constantly welcoming all into it. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.